0: It's morning. This is the San of La Paz, Bolivia. Bolivia is unique. It has two capitals and La Paz is one of them. So it's a very busy city, especially in the morning. The traffic lights are blinking red and green, but a lot of drivers just ignore the lights and ignore the traffic signs. The intersections are packed. Meanwhile, their mother's walking their kids to school. Vendors setting up their tents along the curb and crowds of people on their way to work. For these pedestrians, the streets of La Paz are dangerous. But then in the chaos, there is a zebra. The zebra is holding up a red and green paddle sign. On one side of the paddle it says Bade. Stop in Spanish. And on the other side it says Gracias. Thank you. The zebra walks up to a woman waiting to cross the street and tucks her paddle between their arm. Suddenly, the cars all stop. The zebra takes the woman's hand and safely guides her across the street. In La Paz, this is the zebra's job. I'm Manolo Morales, and this is Atlas Obscura, a daily celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we're heading to La Paz, Bolivia, to meet Las Cebritas de La Paz, the zebras who keep the streets of La Paz safe for its citizens. After this. If you're looking for a place along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com.
1: This is Jenny Bellis.
0: She works in local government in La Paz, the third biggest city in Bolivia.
2: What makes the city of La Paz so important is that it's the center of politics. It's the center of social and economic life in Bolivia.
0: It's sort of like Washington DC and Wall Street all in one, but it's also got a really interesting landscape. The city of La Paz is like a pot,
2: right? At the bottom of the pot is the center of the city, and it's surrounded by hills. And from the neighborhoods in the hills, you get a beautiful view. You can see almost the entire
1: city.
0: If you live in the hills of La Paz, when you head down into the bottom of the pot, you find yourself in the city center. For a long time, the traffic in La Paz was really bad.
2: The city center and the surrounding streets were
0: chaotic. Cars ignored traffic lights, and it was really dangerous for pedestrians. There were two particular streets downtown that were especially bad.
2: There's Pérez Velasco and San Francisco avenues. These are very busy avenues with lots of buses, minivan buses and taxi cabs. At one point, there were 269 public transportation lines coming through these two avenues.
0: It was always a mess. And in the early 2000s, traffic incidents were way too common. So the mayor at that time, a guy named Juan del Granado, decided things needed to change. Jenny refers to the mayor here as Don Juan.
1: Entonces, Don Juan dice... So Don Juan says,
2: let's create a program to educate drivers. Because, believe it or not, no one was respecting the traffic lights, no one was obeying the stop signs, and nobody respected the zebra crossing.
0: The zebra crossing. Rush Jenny called it in Español, el paso de la cebra. This is what they call crosswalks. Because the black top of the street is painted with white stripes. Just like a zebra. To make things safer for pedestrians in La Paz, they came up with a plan. And in 2001, they found 24 volunteers. They recruited Jóvenes de la Calle. Jóvenes de la Calle. This means young people from the street. But that doesn't necessarily mean homeless. These were young people around the age of 16 who were working on the street selling candy bars, newspapers, or polishing shoes. These 24 volunteers would become the city's new crossing guards. But they wouldn't look like the crossing guard that you're probably thinking of. No neon vest, no fishing-looking hat or badge. In fact, you probably wouldn't even see their face because they would be dressed up as zebras.
2: We took the image of the zebra from the zebra crossing, the crosswalk, so that people would learn to pay more attention to the crosswalk.
0: According to Jenny... This new team of zebras was trying to get the drivers of La Paz to do three things.
2: To respect the concept of the zebra crossing or crosswalks, to respect the traffic lights, and to respect the stop signs.
0: The goals were common sense, but the initial zebra costume, that took some development.
2: The first zebra consisted of two volunteers, one person to be the front legs and the face, and in the back part, someone crouched to form the rest of the body. As you can imagine, it was a lot of work to put on this costume.
0: Jenny sent me a picture of this original two-person zebra. As you might have guessed, it really didn't work out for the person in the back. So they went back to the drawing board.
2: And this you see is the fifth costume.
0: The fifth version is the one they still use today. It's just one person, and looks sort of like a humanoid zebra walking on its hind legs.
2: And as you can see, they have their little ears, it has its plume of hair on the head, it has its snout, it has its body. It's a beautiful zebra.
0: (laughs) I don't know if you can hear it, but as Jenny was telling me how beautiful the zebra is, She was getting kind of emotional. Jenny has been involved in the Cebritas program for 17 years, and in 2018, she was promoted. She's now the director of the entire program, and she feels very connected to her Cebritas. In fact, when we talked over Zoom, Jenny invited one of them to join us. Yo soy
1: Juan Jose Miranda.
0: Meet Juan Jose.
3: I've been in the program for quite a while. I've taken on different roles in the program. These roles have given me amazing opportunities to grow as a person.
0: If Juan Jose sounds a little muffled, that's because he had his costume on during the interview. I reminded them that this was audio-only and acts Juan Jose if he would like to show his face. But, Jenny interrupted, and very politely, Jenny said no.
2: It's very important that zebras do not take their heads off until they finish their day. Imagine a child seeing a headless zebra. (laughs)
0: so i never actually saw juan jose's face but he did tell me a bit of his story
3: i've been doing theater since i was 16 years but to my surprise this was not like theater at all it was another world
0: as a zebra juan jose wasn't just performing he was making the streets of his city safer The zebra spent four hours out in the middle of traffic.
3: We have two turns, morning and day. The morning shift is from 7 to 11, and the last one is from 2 to 6. What you're hearing
0: is audio that Juan Jose recorded for us during one of his shifts. This is his fellow Zebra, Brian. Telling commuters, hello, good morning, be careful, have a good day at work. And the reaction the zebras get is pretty mixed.
1: We
3: receive workshops to help us prepare for what's out there. We don't always receive hugs or cheers. Sometimes there are people with a negative attitude. But
0: despite the occasional abuse they get from some drivers, the program has been a big success. In the 20 years since Las Cebritas took to the streets, traffic incidents in La Paz have been greatly reduced. They've helped to bring some order into the city. And for Juan Jose, the experience of being a cebrita has also brought something to his personal life.
3: Before becoming a Zebra, I was a bit messy. I didn't have any good habits. But the Zebra program taught me to have discipline. Juan José
0: feels very connected to the zebritas. It's more than just being a crossing guard in a zebra costume. In fact, I was calling it a costume during the interview, and Juan José corrected me.
3: We do not call it a costume. For us, it's our skin, because we live it, we embody it. I think the best thing about being a zebra in those four hours is that you are alone. And you are like a little camera watching the city very closely. Very closely. And it makes you more empathetic. We put ourselves in the other shoes. I think that the main thing of being a zebra is that I have been able to understand the citizen, you know? What they feel and how they live. And this helps me educate them with love.
0: Today, the program has about 140 cebritas. And over time, the zebras have become more than just crossing guards. They clean the streets, spread the word about recycling, they hand out pamphlets about drug and alcohol education, and during the pandemic, they handed out face masks. In a way, they've become like the official mascot of La Paz. Jenny told me that cebritas get invited to a lot of public events. Birthday celebrations, inaugurations, street fairs, kindergarten classrooms, you name it, las zebritas are there.
2: It's not just about road safety education and these other things that we're talking about. At the center of it all, it's about strengthening values. Because when the zebra goes to some place, the first thing it does is to raise awareness about the issue of values and humanity.
1: Lo primero que hace es sensibilizar sobre el tema de valores y nuestra parte humana.
0: This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. Special thanks to Daisy Rosario and Eddie Martinez for reading the translations in the episode. Our production team includes... Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Sarah Wyman, Tracy Samuelson, John DeLore, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tindall. i Manolo Morales. Hasta luego. Witness Docs from Stitcher.
3: Hi, I'm Lale Aracoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the
0: mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the
3: wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full
0: of these, I I will call them ghosts of the past.
3: From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs, we hear it all the dogs will curl right up with you. And it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen.